What's going on, everybody? Darren from Lambs Hill, USPSA. Just wanted to throw up a new episode of the podcast, talk about my most recent match that I attended, and uh, I actually have somewhat of a topic for you ROs out there. So, listen up. All right, everybody. My name is Daryl, and I am your host for the Lamso USPSA podcast. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, be sure to do that. Be sure to check out the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Lamso USPSA. And um, yeah, subscribe to that. Check out the Facebook page, the Instagram. I think that's about all the social media I've got so far. More to come, maybe. So, um, right off the bat here, I just want to make an announcement that the um, Hamden Rifle Pistol Club Level 1 Range Officer Seminar has been canceled. It has been canceled, um, more or less due to a lack of signups. That kind of sucks, but... So it is. Um, there, uh, there were a lot of people that I guess were interested in uh, in it, but not enough people signed up. So that uh, that just kind of sucks. Um, I, I guess a lot of the a lot of the issue um, talking with the club contact last week is that uh, a lot of people have not uh, have not reached classification yet in any USPSA or Steel Challenge Division, which is one of the prerequisites. Um, you know, they, they, they were they were talking about uh, you have to be a member for a year. I I don't think that's actually a requirement. Um, but you do have to have a USPSA or Steel Challenge classification. Um, and a lot of people had not achieved that yet that were interested in the class. So I think only like six or seven people ended up signing up, which is too bad. Because um, there are few RO seminars as it is. Um, and to have one drop off the calendar because couldn't get enough people that wanted to do it that uh it's not fun for the people that did want to do it so uh, that's really the only announcement i've got in our pistol called level one range officer seminar has been canceled um now that's not to say that another one won't pop up i don't know uh, but as of right now it is uh it is no longer a thing so speaking of my last match, April 10th, Hampton Rifle Blister Club, good match, um, had a lot of fun, beautiful weather, um, ended up finishing 25th out of 36th overall, uh, one limited division, I may have been the only person there in limited division that day, um, uh, but I still won limited, damn it, so, um, 
yeah, that that's a that's a check mark. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, overall a, a good day. Um, the very first stage that we shot, we start. I was in uh, squad three. We started on stage four, and uh, had a few makeup shots. I think I kind of like four or five makeups on that stage, and ended up shooting the stage with all alphas. Yes, all alphas, twenty-eight of them. So uh, that that was a good way to start the day. Um. No, not one, no shoot hit the entire day. And to my recollection, I, I we didn't see a whole lot of steel, but uh, every steel that we did see was a one shot, one knockdown. With the exception of the final stage of the day, I may have forgotten a piece of steel. Uh, check out the YouTube video if you want to see that. Whoopsies. And I was actually the one that set the damn stage up. Uh, so much for a stage plan. Anyway, a quick sip of water here. So, uh, something getting to, to the topic of this episode of the podcast, something happened that has never happened to me before during a stage. Uh, myself and uh, Dan Wiswell were kind of trading off and on. Um, as the official RO of the squad. Um, and I was running a shooter on a stage called Fury Line. It was uh, stage number two, third stage that we had shot. Like I said, we started in Bay 4 and then went back to Bay 1. And the way the stage was set up, you had the start position, you had a couple targets to the to the right, you had a target, I believe it was just a headshot to the left and a wall directly in front of you. So you take out those targets and then you could go around to either side of the wall. Go around either side of the wall and there was at least a 15-yard lane that you could literally run downrange um, to the uh, the next set of targets. And if you look at like uh, Jay Beal's video... Uh, that he's got up on YouTube. I mean, he he just takes off. So, at this, the second, what I would call the second shooting position, um, at the end of that run, there's a couple of targets to the right, there's a couple of targets to the left, but on the right-hand side, there's one target that is available to be shot at from the start position around the right side of the wall. It's a long shot from that position. Personally, I'd want to take it as close up as I could because it was available from the second shooting position as well. Well, I had a shooter who decided to take that target from the start position. Now, mind you, this particular shooter was on a reshoot of the stage due to the fact that during his first run, I had missed one of the targets. The target was not reset. I couldn't determine an accurate score on that target. I had to give him a reshoot. That's the way it works. So he's already on a reshoot for a target that was not 
not uh, repasted. So he takes the long target. I believe it was the first target he shot. Takes that long target, takes the other targets to the right, takes targets to the left, runs down, and I'm going with him. I got the timer in my hand. He gets to the second shooting position, and all of a sudden, I see the gun start to come up on that target that he shot first. The gun starts to come up, and suddenly he just comes to a screeching halt. Turns to his right, keeping the gun pointed down range, finger off the trigger, all that. He was good there. Turns his head to the right, looks at me, and says, Did I already shoot that one? Uh. Now, this has never happened to me as an RO before. What do I do? Okay, do I just stand there and look like an idiot and not answer his question, let him figure it out on his own, in which case it's probably going to waste a lot more of his time? Do I tell him, yeah, you already shot it? Which he did. I knew he already shot it. You know, do I tell him the truth? I, what, what do I do? I'm trying to think of this on the fly. Uh, so I, I just flat out told him, yeah, you did. And he just kind of went like, okay, and continued on and, uh, and finished off the stage. So it really didn't have me scratch my head all that much until the next day I was listening to the NROI podcast. Um, if you're a range officer or even a regular competitor and you're not listening to the NROI podcast yet, it's definitely worth a listen. It's literally the rules straight from the horse's mouth. So they were talking in that particular episode about coaching, what constitutes coaching, how to deal with coaching, things like that. And I started thinking about it. And it's like, you know, this this is just bugging me. Because Rule 862 says any person providing interference or unauthorized assistance to a competitor during a course of fire and the competitor receiving such assistance may, at the discretion of the range officer, incur a procedural penalty for that stage or be subject to Section 10.6, which would be uh, disqualification. But there's also a subset to that, 8621. When approved by the range officer, competitors at level one matches may, without penalty, receive whatever coaching or assistance they request. Range off uh, range officials may safety coach competitors as needed, unless a safety violation occurs. So, I was thinking about this. Would him asking me a question during the course of fire and me answering that question would that fall under eight six two one? I don't know. So I actually reached out to NROI, 
told them, you know, everything about the stage and what happened and this and that and the other thing. Here's what I did. And then I simply asked, should, you know, does that fall under 8621? Or should I kept my mouth shut? You know, what what should I have done basically for next time? Because I want to make sure that I'm doing things the right way. I sent it in and I I gotta give I gotta give credit to Troy McManus, National Range Officers Institute Director. He got back to me in like an hour. Actually, it wasn't even an hour. I sent it in. Yeah, I sent the the question in at 527 Eastern Time. I received my reply at 556 Eastern Time. So literally a half an hour. And, and he got right back to me. This was his answer. Unless he was very new and had asked for some help prior to the stage, I would have kept my mouth shut, except to say, if you are finished. Dot, dot, dot. Consider this. If this was designed as a quote-unquote memory stage, you would have given him an advantage. Safety coaching is always permitted, but otherwise, we should let the competitor solve the problem. Good answer. All right. Now I know for next time. It, while I agree with the answer, it does, you know, if, if this happened again, um, you know, if I had to do it over again, knowing, you know, having this answer in the back of my head, you know, I, I could just stand there and go, well, if you're finished, you know, and these, the competitor's just going to look at me like, what are you a moron? I asked if I shot that target already. Um, so I, I can see Troy's point. And I also um, agree with with what he said. I don't know. It, it just, I, I, I think it would be just awkward to just either stand there and say nothing you know, I, I I don't want to be that guy that the competitor looks at and says, "Oh well, this you know this this RO is just an ass." You know, no, I'm not trying to be an ass. I'm just trying to stay within the damn rule book here. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's the official answer from Troy McManus. Um, let me know what you think. Um, you know, I I may within the next week or so depends on if I have time. Um, I do actually, I believe, have video of this incident, um, so I will post that to the YouTube channel if I do have it, and uh, and if I do post it, I will let you guys know, obviously. Um, oh, another thing that I completely forgot in the intro. Um, I have a poll that is now up. I'll put the link in the description. It's also on the Facebook page. Um, just kind of a poll, kind of getting an idea of my subscribers and, 
and whatnot. And uh, some thoughts on which way I want to kind of take this whole thing, um, being the Facebook page and, and the podcast. Uh, if, you know, it only takes a couple of minutes, literally. Um, I know there are some some surveys, oh, it only takes five minutes and, you know, half an hour into it, you're like, are we done yet? No, literally less than two minutes you can burn through this. Um, you know, if, if you don't mind, go on there, drop a comment, um, you know, let me know your ideas uh, for the podcast, the YouTube channel, whatever. Um, you know, I've already gotten a couple of responses so far, but let me know what you think. Um, so again, that link will be in the description of this episode of the podcast. It'll also, or it is also on the Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash USPSA. So that is going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. Thank you everyone for listening and, uh, yeah, I will see you in the next episode, but until then, as always, shoot safe.